listening to two ignorant men just make shit up and fight. Yeah. yeah. Or a woman. Yeah. Don't. An ignorant woman will do. Ignorant anybody's good radio. I because I even that's like, the precipice of good radio is one ignorant person versus one person who claims to is in the the driver's seat essentially. Yes, and animosity. Yeah, uh, I, it's like you know what's really great is some repressed animosity. Like watching the the uh, the resentment build between two people that are on two sides of the argument, and then coming up with just because I'll even do this. You know when I when you don't. Sometimes you just want to fight. You just pick a side. Like I do that with my brother sometimes where I'll just be I'll whatever he says I'm like I feel the opposite. Yeah. I don't feel the opposite because it's it's harder it's it's more stimulating to disagree with someone than to just agree with what they're saying. It you know that's really what it is a lot of times that we're just like the easiest way to get stimulated hate. Yeah, no for sure. Anger. Yeah. Resentment. Jealousy. Rage. Yeah. Jealousy. You know, joy is hard. I, I, yeah, that's the hardest one. No, I, I sometimes I'll just argue against a point just to argue. I'm argumentative. That's my problem. I, yeah, I am. If I don't like the person, I'm like, I will just change everything about my, my that whole ideology and the way I feel about everything just to like pick a fight with someone that I just fucking hate. Yeah. That's, you know, any excuse to fight people, any excuse to get into arguments to make yourself feel better, you know? Yeah, whatever work. I'm very excited about this new microphone. Those listening, well, those listening this week, the audio is back to certified crispy. It is. Last week was fucked up because we broke the microphone. Well, we didn't. We later found it wasn't the microphone. This is sucks actually because we thought the microphone was broken. So then I ordered a new one and then I just got it today and I plugged it in and it still didn't work. And I was like, God damn it, it's the cable. So. We're here now. now. I got two mics, and you got dude. a good-looking microphone. That thing. I should shines. use. I should use both of them. Oh, <laughs> dude! I remember <laughs> like hardcore shows. Stereo. Do you remember? Do you ever do? You were a punk guy, but did you ever get into hardcore? I was often around like hardcore shows. Yeah, dude. There were. I remember there were. Okay, so there were bands that they had one microphone that was just clean, and then they had a distorted microphone that I people would growl that. into. I don't get that. It's man, You're not Jack White, bro. No, dude, this Chill was like... with the mics. Why? Okay, did, maybe... When you were in bands, did it seem like... It, there were never any bands that weren't hardcore bands. Most hard, Bro, most bands were hardcore bands. Yeah, I, that's not true. That was it's, just your circle of... Was what, it? Yes, dude. Okay. Most bands aren't hardcore bands. But hardcore... It's actually funny, like, the, lo- the further and further I get away from, like focusing on like the punk world i'm like oh nobody listens to any of this like generally speaking most people listen to chinese music that's like, true most people listen to yeah far <laughs> eastern is- asian instrumental tracks do you think that what do, no i don't know what, what are chinese to. people listening to they got they got music yeah they got their own shit they got you know everybody listens to k-pop they probably listen to like bruno mars maybe i don't know yeah, he's, he's Filipino. He's not too far away. Oh, I thought he was like Hawaiian or something. No, nah, he's, he's like Poland. I don't know. Yeah. He's a hit maker is what he is. His he race is. is hit maker. He's the best, dude. <laughs> His race is dance moves. You know, you know what actually, you know what my favorite picture of Bruno Mars is? It like snuck under the radar, but Bruno Mars got like charged with cocaine possession a while back. Yeah. Duh. And there's, a, but there's, he's like the most likable, nice guy. And there's a picture of him in court. And he's wearing a suit. Dude, 
it when you look at him, you just like, dude, this guy's like. If I didn't already like Bruno Mars, yeah. I love him now just because he's a guy who just like. I like had enough cocaine that he got like a legit drug charge on him. Good for I'm him. Like, I like this guy. Yeah, he, dude. He and really? then he just went back to making hits, yeah, dude. dude. Gotta have that booger juice, man. Get in there, write them. You know he's like five foot tall. Yeah, tall dude. That checks out. I do, tall I, guys ain't dancing, dude. You ain't finding a tall motherfucker out there dancing like he is. That's true. That's true. And he's like the only. I mean, I'm glad I'm the height I am. Okay. Sure. But if I could be Bruno Mars and be five foot, yeah, uh, he's probably It'd the only short of... guy I'm taking. Yeah. Whose body oh, I'm no, taking? Yeah, no doubt, dude. You know, he's a good singer. He's a good musician. He's got an angle. He can over. He overcame his shortness. He did. He's like now I do a bunch of blow. I write songs for chicks who are giving haircuts. That's who I want to be. Yeah, dude. Who did you want to be? I didn't. I don't know. I feel like you asked me this one time. I never really. Who did you see yourself? You being? asked me this one time, and I think my answer was Crash Bandicoot. Like that's <laughs> yeah, literally like the only, the only, the ever, the only goal I ever had was to grow up and be a, a Bandicoot. Mine was to be Diddy Kong. That would be cool. Well, you're that's crazy because you're growing up to be like an assistant. Because Diddy was just donkeys. Like cousin, he That's came to help him around the shop, you know, it's, go do his shit, go collect bananas and ride swordfish under the water and shit. I wanted to be Funky Kong. Funky Kong was cool. Funky Kong was, you know, what's crazy because he ran the plane where you got on the plane. And, oh, did he? Well, in Donkey Kong Country. Okay. You would go to Funky's spot and he had the little plane that would take you to whatever part of That's the jungle. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I thought he, because I felt like Donkey had all this responsibility. He had to go like save whatever he was yeah, doing. Yeah, well, his quest was never actually that clear. It was just to go kill the things that were kill the alligators, kill the alligators, kill the, the other mean, the mean monk, the mean gorillas. Oh yeah, were, I like how in this reality we're like, no, donkey's the good type of gorilla, and then there are these bad ones who are constantly throwing barrels at you. That's you know what's crazy about Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country. I recently like replayed it, and it's like. The le- the the it's not like levels it's like worlds like you beat five levels in the first world you move to the next world you move to the next world first world's like some part in the jungle next world is like another part of the jungle third world is like oh this is like the water levels of the jungle fourth world is like an industrial park is it then, really yeah you're just in a nuclear testing facility I'm like what the fuck is this like dodging nuclear barrels and shit like that you're basically get- in Chernobyl. Donkey Kong. They don't give you any like cutscenes where we get a little context no, of course, wh- wh- no, when the just, fallout happened. No, there was no. You just discovered. It. Well, what happened is Donkey realized that he was. He thought this was the world, and he crawled out of the jungle. He's like, "No, the year's twenty forty six. There's been a nuclear fallout. You're collecting all these bananas because they're the only fuel left to power any kind of machinery, and you need to escape this jungle because it's just warfare now we need a donkey kong movie dude for sure for sure it would basically be like a cross between like the jungle book and you know children of men you know (laughs) that would be great (laughs) that would be a good movie dude that would be a good movie children of men's the one where there's like there's no one no one pregnant or something yeah no it was like there's no women that's what it is. That's what it was. Clive yeah. Owen. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in quite a while. I don't think I ever saw that movie. I saw like, y- you know, what's weird is like you watch movies when you you're like 13 to 15, 16, whatever, and it kind of just doesn't count because you're stupid and you don't know anything. 
and you go watch the movie later and you're like, oh my God, like it's like you're watching it for the first time. Dude, I think that with most movies I watch, people have, like there'll be movies, someone was like, have you seen The Secret Window? We should watch The Secret Window. And I was like, I've seen it. And they're like, oh, well, we can't watch it. This is my neighbor. And I was like, but I don't remember it. I rewatch. You, any good movie you should watch multiple times, first of all. What's but your yeah. go-to? What's your go-to movie that you're like, let's just throw that shit on? Big Lebowski. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a perfect film. But there's a couple. Big Lebowski, Goodfellas. They're movies that once they're on, you're not gonna you're just gonna finish it. Goodfellas, Big Lebowski. You know what my ultimate is? What's up? Ocean's Eleven, dude. Wow, the new one. Yeah. Because the music the and the one. pacing, the music and the pacing, it's a great story and you do have to follow the story, but you can also just jump into any scene and enjoy it, you know? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good that's a good point. You know what movie I rewatched last night was The Departed. That's a great opening opening song, best opening song. Yeah. Dropkick Murphy's shipping down to Boston or whatever uh, it's called. Well, the first song of the film is actually Give Me Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Oh, is it really? And then, yeah, that whole movie, there's a song playing. It's like every scene, there's music playing it's yeah. the entire time, which I'm not necessarily opposed to. I thought it was great. But it's it starts with some Give Me Shelter, which makes sense. That's Scorsese and the Stones. They go back a ways. That's do back to some mean streets. 1970. I- Three. No one's calling you out. It's I'm okay. calling me out. I like to know the years because I write them all down on my phone. I told you that. No. Every movie I watch, I write down on my phone with the date I watched it and the year it was made. You're weird. I've never showed you this. You weird guy. I believe you. You don't have to. I mean, it's right here. Why I be- would I not show you it to you? Prove your weirdness to me. Why do you do that? Because I'm sad. <laughs> uh, here we go. Yeah. So this is like. 2020. It actually kind of looks cool now. That it I'm is because it's perfectly it. formatted. The dashes are always exactly in the perfect spot. Oh, wow. And the format is exactly the same for every single one. So it's kind of like a, You'd be watching an movies, almanac. Huh? Well, it became a thing of being like, I don't forget if I have seen a movie. Actually, I'm starting to get to a place where I forget if I've seen a movie or not. And I'll get like 15, 20 minutes in. I'm like, oh, I've seen this. Oh, this really? This movie sucks. And then I, you know, I still watch it, but you get it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really watch a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot of attention span. I'm trying to think the last movie I saw was it might have been dude, it might have been The Witch. Oh, interesting. The Witch is great. Once you get past that whole them talking like they're fucking the Quaker Oats guy the whole time. Right. <laughs> Once you get past Quaker part, you're like, okay, this is it's still the fucked Quaker up. Oats guy is in that movie. He is. He was built. He's a leading man. Yeah. Yeah. He was the goat. He was, he was the, vo- the voice of the goat was the Quaker. Oat man. Well, that's what it was. Was Black Pete or was his name? Black mm-hmm. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Black Peter was the yeah, which we've talked about has a troubling history of sorts, but nonetheless, that was the name of the goat. Yes, and wait, no, it wasn't the last movie I watched. I watched, I watched a scary movie. Ooh, I like, I like talking about movies. Have you seen, uh, oh, what's it called? It's about. I'm gonna tell you what's about. It's a German movie. It's really good. It's like, uh, it's about mommy. I love you, mommy. Or oh, it's a German movie. And Dude, it's a, this he, you've you brought this up recently. Yeah, it's about a I don't kid. remember. It's about two little boys whose mommy comes home and she had facial surgery and she comes home and the boys 
start to not think that mommy is mommy and that it's yeah, somebody we've, else. We've had this exact we? conversation right, well, on I'm this shutting podcast. Up. That we was the last movie on. I saw and it was great. All right. Well, look, Joey's last movie was Weird German. Uh, you know, but it was Oedipus complex movie. Fuck, dude. I, I love spooky. Any kind of mom movie is spooky. I love even Mr. Mom. No, it's not spooky. What's it's, that? It's just fun. Mrs. Doubtfire? No, this is a movie from the 80s where this a guy has to be a father. You know, he has to be with just that, a guy parenting. Isn't Back that funny? when that was the joke? Is that like, look, the dad has to take care of the kid. Like, I was thinking about that <laughs> with like Seinfeld. There was like a ongoing joke in Seinfeld where it was like the bit was the fact that an unattractive man keeps asking out Elaine. And that's funny. Yeah. It's that like a traditionally unattractive man is asking out a beautiful woman is comedy. Yeah. Look at this guy's delusion. Yeah. Laughing his stupidity. There's just like no recognition thinking for someone. that he could find love thinking that she yeah. could settle, but yeah. she's actually just a terrible person. They're all terrible people. That was the point. They are. They are. Ter- yeah. They get to the end. and It's like, oh, they're just what did they like watch like a fat guy get robbed or something like that? It was something I don't remember exactly, but then they, of course they go to like court and then they have to face all the people that they fucked over. Right. That's and then they, it ends with them in jail. I actually kind of thought it was a stupid ending. I, I didn't. I, I thought they could have done better. You think so? Yeah, I like a big swing. I like a. I'll respect a big swing, even it's if it's a strikeout. Yeah, I get it. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. I'm I'm the same way, but like, who am I to judge the ending of Seinfeld? You can't end a show like that perfectly. Yeah, you can't. There are very few yeah. perfect endings in television. Nothing or like mo- I mean, everything gold will disappoint you. Because you can't anything that becomes gold. It's well, it, you're pissed that it's ending. Exactly. So you're not going to be. I, people don't know what's good for them. You know what I mean? Like people love to talk shit about the ending of The Sopranos still, but guess what? You're still talking about it. It's true. They win. It. it yeah. Done. No. The conversation is over. And in some ways, a bad ending is way more interesting than a good ending. Well, I mean. The Game of Thrones ending was the bi- a big. I can't think of a more publicly hated ending of a show than Game of Thrones. Was Get it bad? Nev- I mean, dude. I mean, it was the biggest show on television. Tell on the television. I loved the way. Please never I don't know say what's on the, my brain. Dude. Yeah, you gotta get off ketamine. No, the Game of Thrones no, ending. You know, it was big, the biggest show. And then you know, six, seven seasons, and they come out in eight and just strike out in every fucking realm. Really, it was pretty. Yeah, much it was a just disaster. Real. It was well. Well, they ran out of source material. Oh, that's right. Because he had all the books written and he didn't finish the ending. And then now all of a sudden they had to kind of come come to come together and figure out some kind of conclusion. And everyone hated it. And you know, George R. R. Martin's just like, Welp, not gonna go with that idea. <laughs> Guess I'll go. He's you know the book's not gonna end the same way the show did because people hated it so bad. I I can't talk about this with you because you haven't seen it, but my my fucking, you know. I think you got most of my fellow the world. Barat- my fellow Baratheon boys out there know what's up. I do have no idea what that means. I'm a Baratheon boy. I like the Baratheons. I think I ain't no Stark bitch. I ain't no poser. I know those names. I you know what? I just don't fuck with like fantasy. I don't e- I don't either, dude, but it's such a well crafted and well written show. It's I can get I got past it. You did? Yeah. All right. I'm not a fantasy guy. And once I see a dragon, I'm like it's a tough sell for me. for me. That's what I thought, and I watched it. Okay. Well, okay. I don't really fuck with dragons. I fuck with top shelf fantasy. Lord of the okay. Rings. 
Game of Thrones, you know? I don't like I really, The Hobbit. Still the same thing, but I like I said, I don't I also don't like space, dude. Oh, I love a space movie. Ugh. Some of the best movies of all time were space movies. Actually, no, I don't I you know what? I I spoke too soon. I do fuck with space, but like Star Trek and like oh. get Battlestar Galactica. Okay, well let's You know what I You're not gonna compare that to two thousand one a space odyssey. I never saw it. Whoa. Oh, come on. Dude. Don't do that. Wow, Don't give me that. Dude. Don't scoff wow. at me because I haven't out seen a movie. Well, come on, dude. It's not. It's only it's like not the Star fucking, Wars. Bro, it's more important than Star Wars. Come on, dude. It would have been it's no not. It, it is. is not. It is. So, it I don't is. even like you're Star Wars. You're out of your Wars. fucking lane, bro. I'll let you enjoy your cruising, but you're out of your fucking lane. I'm not one of these like Kubrick bros out here who, you I know. I think you are. I love, I mean, he's undeniably like one of the best, but like I'm not, I, I don't think all of his movies are the best of the best. Most of them are, but like, come on. It's. Did you see AI? That was one of those movies like 13. So not, no, I, I wouldn't count it. I watched it. You know, what's funny. AI artificial intelligence with Jude Law and Haley Joel Osment. Well, you know, by the way, who conceived that movie? Steven Spielberg. It was Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. That's what I'm saying. If you were a real Kubrick, bro, you would have. But you have seen it. That movie is crazy because it gets basically it's about sentient robots. Um, you know, classic and robot shit. The movie goes. It's like this is really good. This is really interesting. And then it just goes, whoa, yeah, holy shit. And then it goes deeper, like whoa, like. Where did it, it? Well, I guess Kubrick died while he was making it, and Steven Spielberg took over. Yeah, it was like there was some kind of handoff in the period towards the end of Kubrick's life. It, yeah, and it's a, Kubrick died not long after his last film, which was Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died at like a mere weeks or months after the the first cut of it was finished. I've never, I haven't seen that one. That's a good. That's a good. If you want a good horny weird movie. You're going to get like horned up and also think about the devil. That is a good movie for them. I, I feel like Clockwork Orange got me horned up in a way I didn't want to be. Clockwork Orange is an, another level. The, you know what's crazy about that movie is how cheap it was made for. Like, because he had just come off some big. I mean, that movie was made after 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. which was huge. And then he made that, which for almost like no money in, in London, you know. This is a fucking movie podcast. You still listening? Yeah, we got people you listening. People, but there, yeah, there is something I do a lot of times. I just want to see something that disturbs me. Yeah, ideally, the perfect movie has no dialogue. It's just you know what Imagery? I mean. Imagery, yeah, just fucked up stuff. Yeah, that's why you got to see two thousand one, dude. All right, okay. two thousand. I'll put it to you this way: two thousand one is a great movie, and then it just kind of starts turning into this thing, and you're like, oh, there hasn't been a word spoken in forty five minutes. Really? Yeah. All right, I'll check. It's great, dude. I mean, it's. I got I gotta let me ask you, man. Yeah, what's that? Uh, what's what movies have made you cry? Hmm. I don't cry in a movie. I Come cry. On, I really some. don't. I'll cry if like my order is made wrong at Taco Bell or like I. Well, of course. You know, There's I have no to wait in a line at a Home Depot. Supreme. Yeah, I. I'm, There's my a brain line is at the glass. key making station at Lowe's. I don't. I don't know when the last time I cried in a movie was. You want me to go first? 
Hold on. I yeah, you, you go first. This. No, you go first. I really I I don't cry at movies, but you go first. Okay, the double double the double whammy was Les Miserables. Cried twice. I haven't Might have seen cried it. three times. I haven't seen it. Man, it's never lot. read the play, never saw any of them. Wasn't my cup of tea. It's basically watch poor French people suffer. Yeah. And the music the music is what gets you. The the music really and uh What's the? She's really pretty, super white, pretty white girl. Gonna have to be more specific. Pretty that. white girl, Princess Bride. Kira Knightley. Uh, Kira Knightley. Not British, pretty American, pretty white girl. Devil wears Prada. Hell, oh, goddamn! You it. got this. What's her name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne yeah. Hathaway is great. Uh, damn it! And then there's a scene where, oh man, I cried three times. I remember there's three separate parts. You cried of that three movie. different times at Les Mis. Dude, my throat hurt. My throat hurt wow. during the whole movie. And okay, <laughs> I am from hey, I'm uh, and then I fucked a man. Yeah, dude, no, that would be cool. Um, okay, then the other one is My Dog Skip was the first movie I cried in. Never saw that because he throws a baseball at the dog and the dog yelps and I cried. Oh fuck, that makes me want to cry even hearing mm-hmm. that. It was bad. Some of those movies you're like, you're just out here to upset people. It really Marley and me cried. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then uh, a guy throwing a baseball at a dog though. It was that, like I it dude that makes me go to anger. My 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 sadness turns into anger. I think that's that's what Cuz you're uncomfortable it, with sadness. Yeah. You're uncomfortable much. with your feelings. So you, your rage is easier for you. We're figuring it out piece by piece day I'm, by I'm day. I'm back to doing anecdotal experience therapy right now. Somebody's got to. I okay, the other one is this all right, here's a here's okay, this is Huck Finn. This is the Disney version of Huck Finn with JTT. No. No, that was Tom Sawyer. Sorry. With Elijah Wood. I may have talked about something. Yeah, podcast. you have talked about it. Who's the other? No. What? Fuck. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm with you. Sorry. So it's him and Jim, okay? And they're going to take Jim and they're going to go talk. <laughs> I don't think that was his name. What was his real name? What are you trying to do? I think... <laughs> In You're the Disney saying, version, I feel like it's there was Jim. a name before that. I feel in like the there Disney was more. Version. It wasn't just Jim. I, Jim was his last name. In this movie, his name's <laughs> Jim. Was his last name? Yeah. <laughs> um, they take Jim. Jerome. So they're taking him to tar and feather him. All the racist white people. Can right? I just say one thing before you finish? This? Is it the how N-word? fucking great would it have been if Disney made his name instead of N word Jim, just Jerome? pretty like bad. it almost would be worse than <laughs> it wouldn't be worse <laughs> anyway it'd continue. be bad but not as bad it'd be pretty bad um, all right continue so they're gonna take jim and they're gonna tar and feather him right so they're pulling him away from uh from huck and huck is, the great acting huck is like jim you're my best friend because you watched the whole movie of them yeah together. they rode down the river together yeah they had a very like their relationship the actors the dynamic was great and he says you're my best friend you can tell it's a really great moment because it feels very feels very natural and then jim looks at him and he says huck i'm getting teary right now he says huck you're my own he's like you're my only friend and yeah. at that point i mean i'm yeah in slavery's horrifying well, they're not even going to make him a slave. They're going to kill him. They're going to throw him in a pot of tar. He was a slave. And cover him in. Yeah. He was an escape slave. Exactly. He was on the run and he met Huck. 
He's like, oh, I'll fuck, I'll fuck around with this little white boy. Yeah, he'll exactly. Get me, he'll and, get me and, to and where I need to go. And fall in love with him. Yeah. In, you know, platonic I fallen brotherly love. No, the follow-up of this movie is the, the K, where they end up on the island and the one guy's blind. I haven't read the K. That's the K. Uh... But anyway, but that story ends with me in Mrs. King's English class crying. Yeah. And I look around and everyone in my sophomore English class is just kind of like, you know, fucking around on their phones and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, y'all watching this? Watching this, man. I'm, I was in my English Jerome's class. Jerome's going to die, dude. And no one cares. I think they save him. I never, I could certainly never cry at a movie in class. I would never allow that to happen. Oh, I was a bitch ass dude. I cried at everything. No, I still I hold cry. That shit in. Anything father son, I'll cry. Oh yeah, I'll see now. Okay, I think that narrows it down. I'm trying. No, dude, I I don't know. I don't think I've cried in a movie. Come on, I really don't. You hang dude. me out to dry like that? I don't. He <laughs> might, dude. That's not my game. Like I said, I've cried over way less than movies. I've cried. I cried at the trailer for Midnight Special. Did you see that movie? No. It's uh, Michael Shannon, and he says to his son, his son says, this is what, I didn't cry during the movie, but I cried during the trailer, which is weird. Interesting. He says, he says this to his... He record. His son says, his son says to him. So he says. So he says to him. So the guy says. On oh, the midnight here. special. So he says, "You don't gotta worry about me, Dad." And he's a little boy, right? He's like, "You don't gotta worry about me, Dad." And he says, "I'm gonna cry." Michael Shannon says, "He's like, I like worrying about you." He's like, that's oh, just, he that's says, cute. He says, "I like worrying about you, dude." I think I is. cried when I was a kid during that scene in Dante's Peak where the grandma jumps like into the lava off. The Ooh, boat. you did? I think so. That comes back very clear to me. So I think there was some emotion attached to that. I remember one time when I was a kid, my dad cried during the movie Michael, which is with I think John Travolta is an alien or sorry, he's an angel on oh, Earth. Oh yeah, my dad cried at that, and I remember thinking it was gay. And then that no, I. <laughs> you can't cry in front of your children. No, no, no. That was the only time I've seen my dad cry at a movie. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Dante's Peak Grandma going into. But the thing about that scene, though, was she walks. She gets they're They're in the boat crossing the lava. Right. And they're they're realizing that they're sinking. And she's like, I yeah, will get out. Yeah. I'll get in the lava. And they're like, no. And then they all fake. They're like, no, please don't. You don't got to do it. Grandma. Yeah. Grandma Cindy, please. No, but she gets out. But I never understood. I thought it was a wooden boat. And I... What what was the boat made of that they could sail it through lava? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Again, I don't really remember. If it was wood, it would have caught on fire. And if it was metal, it would have been a thousand fucking degrees. And they would all just burnt their skin alive. Why does the grandma get in the lava? Because the boat is sinking. And she's like... She, she sacrifices herself to save the rest of them. That's so contrived to be like... Oh, it's it is one. You It'd be funny I mean? if she got out and it's still. Kept, they're like, oh, it wasn't that? Oh, there's a hole in the boat. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and they all We're just all, die. Or if it's just like they need one. They're like, grandma goes and sacrifices herself, but then they just kind of need like one more person to go. And it's Our like, well, it's not quite it. Yeah, maybe the. It's like having a little too many items at the fifteen items or less checkout. Yeah, like who's gonna? Who's getting sacrificed? That's the thing. I was thinking about this. 
if all right i was thinking about the remember in the batman dark knight movie where there's the two boats where one boat's full of like prisoners and one yeah and they have to decide which one to i was thinking about that i if you know how like basically one of the prisoners gets the button and he goes and he throws it overboard and he's like i'm gonna do what you should have done a long time ago yeah dude, and he goes and throws it over he says it like that too he said it like that and I thought about that and I was like, dude, if I was on, I was like, regardless if I was like a, you know, convicted felon or if I was on the, uh, you know, innocent victim boat. Yeah. Either way, I'm going to be like, push the goddamn button. Yeah. Just hit it. Kill him. Just kill him. The the right thing to do we'll is me not later. die. <laughs> yeah. Know? No, that's fight or flight right there. The thing about this boat is it has me on it. So <laughs> that's a very, it's honestly the most important differentiating point between yeah. the two boats. Exactly. Is that I exist on one of them. <laughs> right. So in, in this reality, I think those people should die because yeah. well, they should have got the grandma from Dante's peak on one of those boats. So she'd be like, guys, don't worry. I'll jump off the boat and save it. They're like, no, it's not like that. It doesn't. <laughs> you, you would just die and we'd all still have in the same dilemma. You would just, we'd just be listening to you drown. She just jumps in the water and it's full of lava like, like this grandma just wanted to kill herself <laughs> yeah dude she's, she's to not go. noble at all she just wanted to kill herself <laughs> that's i imagine there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are just waiting for an opportunity to sacrifice themselves for someone else and be have like a school named after them or something you think so no no i don't know there's a couple i don't know you gotta be a real the crazy it's weird that the people who do that we immediately like that guy's fucking crazy yeah, we're not like, wow, what, what a hero. We're like, like what the good fuck? thing that crazy guy existed. That guy was nuts. Yeah. Sure, named the cafeteria after him. <laughs> yeah. Because he ran in and saved <laughs> like I'm three. sure his family that he probably doesn't have will appreciate his legacy of having the eighth grade cafeteria. Yeah, Hopkins Middle School cafeteria named <laughs> after life. Yeah, like... Ron the Tank Lawson. We'll make a plaque for Ron him. the Tank Lawson Memorial Cafeteria. Yeah, dude. I don't care. People are like, what a, what legacy am I I'm gonna leave? I'm like, dude, I just wanna be forgotten. I just want just yeah. I just want people to be like Joey like Bertoff. I don't know. Yeah, found dead. Yeah, found dead. <laughs> Reported dead. Think how many that's a it's such a it's such a It's really freeing, actually. It really that is. That would be the most freeing way to die is to just disappear. Just be done. Yeah, just be float on down the river with everyone else. I don't want to cause anyone else pain with my my no one wants with a, my loss. No one wants their death to be a spectacle. You Some know. Do. I want to go down like Terry Shivo. I want people to debate over the worth <laughs> if my life was worthwhile for months and months and months, only to va- eventually decide no, it wasn't worth it. She looked. You know what's crazy? She, she looked up, good dude. at when she was alive yeah when she was not dude what was her deal why was she all fucked up i don't know dude she had like she was in some something she had some disease or something her brain stopped working she was in a yeah she went into a coma type thing and then his her husband was like fucking around right i think so it's been so long some of those early 2000s Things are crazy to think that we all kind of came together to debate that issue the two things were so easy back then in the 2000s 90s whenever that happened Everyone got together like, what are we what are we arguing about this week? Like, should you be able to stay alive if you're a vegetable? Is it your right? We're all like, no. And then some of them are like, kill that bitch. And other ones are like, no, she is with God. Right. It just becomes, it, just, it wasn't about her at all. It was just about two factions. She became, she became a manifestation of a 
moral dilemma. The right to life movement, essentially. That's what really? it came to. Yeah, for sure. That was that was the people saying don't do it. It's against God to like end her life. You think but so? then some people will be like, no, I'm, I'm not saying I agree with that, but that's what they said. But then the argument can be made like, well, she would be dead if we didn't have all these computers and shit plugged into all her USB ports, pumping her full of like freeze dried food or whatever the fuck. That's true. You know, that doesn't seem like some shit God would be down with. Maybe it would be. I don't know. You know what? I'll say, you know what? It's your responsibility. Any all, the, you know, 88 people that end up watching this. If I end up in a state where I can't speak, where, you know, whatever sort of brain damage or something that I have, or maybe like my mouth got ripped off or my tongue, kill me. So you're saying if you like just now, just your tongue got ripped out, you're like, just kill me. If it's just my tongue, let me be. Yeah. But if like my face gets all mangled, like if I have no skin on my face or something like that. Yeah. But again, I can't speak. So you're saying you couldn't be an elephant man. I could not be an elephant man. I, I, I rewatched the elephant man last week. My, that's a great movie. My parents made me watch that movie when I was a boy. You know what I remember part of it? This was the part I remember. You know in the part where he's like, I'm a human being. I'm not a monster. Yeah. That's what he says. He, he says, says I'm a, not a monster? Yeah, he's like, I'm not a monster. I'm a human being. Yeah. Dude. You're like, no, you're a monster. I thought I almost cried during that movie. Here we go. We'll go back to Doesn't it. Doesn't he fall in love? Or sorry. No, he I'm doesn't really fall in love, but like there's a scene where he's just like in his room all like propped up and then the fucking some dumb cockney British trash comes in. He's like, oh, look at him. He's in the corner. Let's fuck around with it. And then they all go and then like he forces some chick to kiss him and like Ugh. it's pretty dark. It's a David Lynch movie. People yeah. forget that, you know, it's going to be weird. But yeah, I was kind of sad. There Poor was an elephant man. man. Yeah, Joseph Merrick. He's a real guy. Oh, wow. You know his name? Yeah, Joseph Merrick. He lived he was in the... It was actually the doctor who took care of him wrote a book in the 20s. It was called like Joseph Merrick and Other Reminiscences was I think the name of the book. But they studied it. was just this guy in the 1800s. He was just all fucked up. But it was weird because he was like 22 and only... This was the crazy thing is that like his head was obviously all like, you know, out of whack and he had one arm that was big, but his dick was totally intact. They even say that in the movie. I thought it was weird to include the detail that his dick was intact, but they needed to make that point. Why was his dick not be intact? I mean, it was just his, his head face, was right? huge and all blown. I just think you assume the guy's dicks fucked up too. I would. I mean, I remember I, watching the movie and they're like, his penis is totally of normal human stature. Maybe like, Anthony would be Hopkins is like in a in a lab. As you can see here, the man's penis is of totally normal stature. It's a perfect, a perfect 5.75 inches. Maybe he, he just knew people would be preoccupied with that thought the entire movie if they didn't just address it real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Hopkins. They're like, and they're rehearsing. He's like, listen, people are going to ask about his dick. We got to make this clear. Yeah, we people are going to want to know. His penis they is intact. Focus. And he... I'd hope if nine God, and a half inches. Yeah, that'd be fuck. He is the elephant man. He dude. Is. Would you would you be the elephant man for a dick that big? Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I will be the elephant man. People are going to know about my trunk. <laughs> I'll go around the fucking Victorian steampunk Britain. They just he just was before his time. If he was the elephant man now, dude, he would he'd, he'd be crush. on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be. He'd have like some kind of YouTube deal. He'd, he'd be have crushing. An it. 
He would definitely have an OnlyFans. People would fuck around with that. I'd watch some pornography with a man with a fucked up face and a giant cock. Maybe. I'm not a big porn guy, but I think I could get if into anything's that. put in front of me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, are you not going to watch it? That's one of those things where if you if they put that in front of you, you're like, oh, and this is my fetish for the rest of my life. I can that, only come when I think about a man with a giant uh, ass face. That's uh, all fucked up. Uh, facial deformity and a giant cock. Well, that's the debate America needs right now. Should the elephant man be allowed to start an OnlyFans? And some of the fans are like, why would I don't know. Some people be like, no, that's wrong. People are laughing at him. They're paying to oh, laugh like an at exploitive him. Exploitative thing. And some people are like, no, it's his his choice. It's his channel. There's got to be a, okay. We're we're getting into some murky waters here, but I'll, we are not I will high. dig deep. Neither no, not of us at all. are high. Not at all. I'll dig deeper here. Get in there. What are you being robbed? Do you think? Oh yeah. no, okay. no. You're, you're collecting you're, this right, thought. Excuse me. There's got to be a lot of OnlyFans out there with like disabled people, right? I, I don't know. I've never been to an OnlyFans page. I don't know about that shit. I know what it is. I know it's one of the best avenues for current for money right now. I think so. And w- I mean, you can go to ours, job. watch me piss into Zach's mouth. It's ju- well, it's that, and then just us being racist. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. It's just racism. that's us saying things we don't believe just to get racist five dollar bills. Yeah, correct. Um, twenty dollar bills. That's the most racist. That's bill. when we really say fucked up stuff. The Andrew Jackson bill is the most fucked up one. I don't know. I just I feel like there's a lot. Of, maybe we shouldn't dig into this. I don't know if anyone's asking for this conversation, but it's something to think about. I think it's out there. And uh, is that is that exploitative? I don't know. That's between you and your therapist. That's the it's thing. not me. If you exploit yourself, is it exploitation? Mm, on behalf of the, only I think that's the whole argument yes. of sex work. This is like I'm the one in control of this. How is this exploitation? It's my choice. Yeah, but it's those who fire the pimp. It's the skimmers. So it's the OnlyFans as the exploiters. But they just provide I mean, a platform. I would have a hard time sleeping if I was the OnlyFans CEO. And I'm like, listen, guys, they go into a boardroom. They're like, we have a strange problem arising. Lot of, lot of quadriplegic content out there lately. And would you care? I don't know. I mean, I want people to be happy. Quadra. What are they doing? I don't know, dude. I don't even know How what are it they looks doing like. It? I have no idea. I have no idea. But it's getting done. Well, you got to believe in this day and age, it's getting done one way or another. I mean, I, are you imagining what I'm Dude, imagining? If you're listening to this right now, I really do. Send me a direct message on Instagram. If you have any, you can be anonymous. Make a burner page. Message me on a burner page and be like, yeah, I fuck with this shit. I'd really like to know what this economy of porn is like. We can find out. We can be, you know how we could actually get this podcast popular is have like one porn star guest that yeah, is on the show every week. Yeah, just have you noticed that third camera just cut. She's in the dark. Yeah, there. her tits out, fingering herself, and we're like, well, now we're famous. That's the porn. Now we're rich. That's the porn cam. I've noticed it's like Howard that. Stern. This is like cut over. The Whenever people cam. we get boring, we're just like, eh, cut over to the girl fingering herself. We're out here talking about classic films, and just some chicks like, ah, I'm like. <laughs> Ariel, can you fucking chill over that's, there? That's what we need. I, this I, is still my garage. Okay. <laughs> we hired her. I know, her. but she's at work, and this is my in. goddamn office. All right, I make the rules. 
I remember there was like a live stream that popped up on YouTube the other day and it was just it was just a guy interviewing a girl about porn and it, there were like 5,000 people watching. I'm oh, like, dude, damn I, it. People, Is that it? Is that all we have to do? Uh, that's it, man. That's what people want. Because even YMH is putting on this that one girl who's who's dreadfully boring, but she just talks about like getting her like what's getting her, na- what's her name? What's her like, name? What's her name? Uh, like Katie Kennedy or something. I like I that. did a couple open mics with her. You did? Yeah, she was a comic. Well, before the shutdown, she would be. I actually didn't know she was on your mom's house, but I was at an open mic. I was at the public house, open mic in Los Feliz, and oh, I love she that place. was up there talking about being like a porn star or whatever, like OnlyFans. I'm like, okay. I actually remember there was an episode of our podcast where I was like, bro, this is a new trend. This is porn stars are doing comedy now. It was Katie Kennedy. Yeah, it was because I oh, saw her perform really? a couple of times. She didn't really have jokes, which is, you know, no, you know, it's, it's icing on the cake at that point, you know, right? The jokes are just actually the jokes are the sprinkles. You, you know what you're doing. That's the thing. I'm like, it's, there was a girl, there was a really hot girl that did the funniest person Cincinnati competition one year. And I was like, you know, all of her jokes were just about being a fucking whore. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, this is interesting because all the guys, I was like, they were like kind of funny jokes, but all the guys, I was just watching her. I'm like, dude, this girl's just like hot. Yeah. And all I'm thinking about is like her doing the whorey thing. Well, yeah, well, it sucks because no one's giving her the time of day. You know, they're just watching. You well, you know, every guy watching that. I'm not, I would probably be guilty of that. You're she just, didn't make it to the next round. And I was like, y'all were laughing and gotten horny at her jokes. He didn't vote for her. They were uncomfortable with her own sexuality, which is hearing a hot chick talk about her endeavors. You yes, because I remember one of her. Not, I'm not saying that like a hot porn star can't be a great comedian. Stormy Daniels is a fantastic comedian. She's funny. Yeah, she's, she's not. no, she's not. That was so funny when she started doing stand-up dates at the co- all the comics were like, "What? She's not a comic. You already lost. You've already lost." If you Stormy is the future. Came, yeah, Stormy's the future. She sold tickets, bro. That's the thing, dude. If you can like talk, like I I saw her no jumper talking about fucking Trump, and I'm like, that's I don't. I don't want to laugh. I just want to hear this. You know, I just want to hear a story. But no, in reality, though, the like they're kind of one trick ponies. Not to like be. Yeah. Well, now we just sound like salty guys that can't fuck porn stars. So now we're shit. It's not about them. that. It's about like if your whole acts like this one angle, like the. I mean, for the longest time, my shitty jokes were all like, "I'm fat. What am I gonna do? Please fuck me." Right. Like, that was mine. Were nah. all like, "I hate myself." And here's an Anthony Jezelnik joke repackaged. Yeah, you were a man of one-liners. I was. I was back when we was comedians. I was like, not what? just online Who's... trolls with a camera. That's. <laughs> I've always kind of been three cameras. Online. I actually don't. You know, I'm. Dude, I'm actually. I was talking with my friend today, my improv friend. And I want to go back. I was thinking about this. If they started doing improv again and they brought us back, we were doing stuff on stage and like a bunch of people caught Corona, including myself, and I died. I was the only one that died. I would feel good about that. You shouldn't. Hypothetically, in you the situation, if you, I do. If I died because I was doing an open mic at a goddamn public house doing like jello shot trivia night yeah dude i would feel i wouldn't feel anything i'd be dead wouldn't be a good final chapter though to this book i'll name a cafeteria after you 
Dude, there we go. Call See, back. now it's working. How many times? We've never done a callback before. We've done. We're getting better as we are. entertainers, you know. The Zach, Zach the Tank Powers Memorial Cafeteria and Slushy Bar. Is that what you want? Yeah, there's got to be a slushy. If you're gonna name a cat, if you're gonna name a cafeteria after me, several requirements have to be met. Okay. Number one, nacho machine with the pumping nacho cheese. Okay. I can Not do the chili. I don't like that. Just the nacho cheese. Just the cheese. Okay. If you're pumping the chili out, just, just do you straighten want real your life chili? out. No, I don't chili? want chili at okay. all on my all right. nachos. I like plain nachos with cheese and jalapenos. That's the only way you're allowed to get them. Oh, yeah, dude. Second requirement of my memorial cafeteria. Uh, there has to be the slush puppy machine. The okay. slush puppy brand machine. Sure. With blue and red. Yeah. No other flavors. Doggy. It's all. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Dude. He's slushing and pupping all day. <laughs> That's in there. Um, shit ton of candy. I just want it to be a fun place, dude. I want okay. it to be a place where people can go to die. You know, a, the way I did. Cafeteria? Yeah, dude. Let's get these hospital kids fat. No. Okay. I've spent a lot of time in hospital cafeterias. It's not a place I'd like to. Okay. I don't want people to remember me for a hospital cafeteria. Okay, man. So you're your essentially wish? just sitting there eating, waiting to find out what's going to happen to your dad. No, I. it would be a middle school. It would be a high school cafeteria. It would be a high school cafeteria. Okay. Blink-182 playing all the time. Live. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just the live album, the Mark Thomas Travis show live on repeat. Okay, yeah, just that. I listened to that the other day, and I was like, "This is the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard in my life." With the tits fart, time, dude. The whole yeah. just their live presence. They're like eighth graders, fucking. But it's crazy because they're like twenty eight. I know. And the crowd is like sixteen. And they're like, it, "Take your pants off!" And it's like, "Wow, I farted." Let's yeah. Do it. Oh, I'm a fucking dog. Small thing. And you're like, okay. I love it. Blinks nostalgia. It's the same way my dad loves reminiscing about seeing Kiss in concert. You know. Yeah. You ain't gonna go now. You enjoy the times you did though. I'll go see him. I'll go see Kiss. We'll see go- Kiss and Blink One Two on a co-headlining tour. Either way, last requirements of my cafeteria: slush puppy machine, nacho cheese machine. Got it. Lots of candy. One person working it. Is it you me? Know? I mean, I ideally. Yeah, ideally. All right. It's your dying wish. Yeah, dude. You have to die at the public house open mic on stage, though, for this to be. Yeah. That's the contingency. For sure. Fuck, dude. Telling a joke about Instagram. Yeah. Telling a joke about meeting chicks on Instagram. Yeah, dude. Fuck it. God, dude. Kill me already. If there are still Tinder jokes on the other side of this comedy pause, do we just keep it shut down? Do we just say, hey, we're not ready yet? There, It's going to be somebody doing jokes about trying to hook up during COVID. That's, oh my God, you're right. God, that is going to be insufferable. Sorry. I haven't been to a comedy show recently, obviously, but like, fuck, man. I remember like right as this started. I, I tweeted this right at the beginning of COVID and it got very, it got few likes on Twitter, which, you know, I don't think people are ready to hear it, but I think it was something along the lines of like, the current state of comedy is white men complaining that they can't say the N-word and chicks posting photos of their tits as punchlines. Why are we rushing back to the comedy clubs? That's pretty good. It is good, and no one liked it because they are afraid to deal with their own reality. And also, Twitter, nobody... Okay, everyone I follow on Twitter, nobody favorites, nobody retweets no, any of their posts. <laughs> It's just like it's like I I it's I mean to say an echo chamber would be redundant, but it's just 
I log in there. I'm like, I have no fuck. I have like 200 followers. No one gives a fuck. They're exactly. Just, com- just comics that I met randomly by chance one night at Wiley's Comedy Club. We mm-hmm. talked in the parking lot for seven minutes. So now I follow every aspect of your life forever. Well, I'm always like, just put that on Facebook because people will actually well, see it. I don't know, dude. I, you know how I feel about Facebook. Yeah, but I'm like, if you put that, what you just put on Facebook, people will like like and respond and you'll get some engagement. But you put it, I feel like everyone I know on Twitter does get, gets no play. The only thing that gets play on Twitter is hating Donald Trump, posting like sex posse messages to like other females or that. Yeah, go you be like, like a guy. Says, hey, I, made, <laughs> I made my first tiny house today. Look, five million retweets. Dude, tiny houses. With the tiny house, I dude. love them. Dude. I think it's the most privileged shit of all time. Only white people would find a new way to make shitty housing their thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. God damn it, dude. I love them, though. Why? I don't know. You could live in one because you're a psychopath. Yeah, I don't know. I was just I see them and I'm like, the thing is, they're not cute. cheap. They're not like it. Just go live in a shitty apartment with more space. Yeah, but the thing is, it's all the interior is all like newly renovated and it's like clean. Everything's well. I think it's just I don't fucking know, dude. But when I see them, I'm like, I want to be in that tiny little kitchen, you know? It's cozy. I mean, I get it. Yeah, know? I don't know what it is. I see it and I'm like, oh, look how look how the bed is just pressed up flush against the wall. I'm like, why do I think this is cool? I don't cool. know. Look at all these right angles. Look at all these things that are flush with the wall. Yeah, dude. Look. I want to die burning down at my little tiny house because my toaster and my iPhone charger are plugged into the same grid and I can't handle it. Oh, yeah, dude. Hell, so I want to go out. Uh, hell yeah, dude. I want to go out because I got trapped between my retractable desk yeah. in my tiny house and couldn't get out. I want to die because I got suffocated jacking off when my spring-loaded bed smashed me against the wall and cut off my air circulation. <laughs> Die with my dick out lamp in my tiny house. Ramen burning on the stove. iPhone fully charged. <laughs> and everyone just like, they see the crime scene. Everything's burnt, but it's just you kind of like your ashes, but they they can tell what you were doing. <laughs> the, the way the ashes performed, like the big the pile. Well, that's his dick. Those are his dick ashes there. I've seen those. Some arson investigator comes in. He's like, yep, those are dick ashes. <laughs> I've seen them before. It's like Sam Elliott. Well, you do this job a lot without being able to tell the difference between dick ashes and butt ashes. And that's that's and th- nobody even throws you a funeral. No, dude, they just, <laughs> so ashamed. just plant another tiny house on top of it. It's like the seeds of a new one. This is a Guillermo del Toro movie, I think. I think so. <laughs> and it the like gu- forms a. I might not. Did I don't think I cried at the movie Mother. Have you seen the movie Mother? Yeah. With Darren, the Darren Aronofsky mm-hmm. movie with yeah. Jennifer. Sorry. I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why would you cry? Well, what happened? I, I don't think you're right. I don't think I cried, but I was very, I was very moved during that last. That, if you haven't seen that movie. That's a movie that takes a swing. Yeah, it's great. That's a movie that I love that film. But like you're watching for like an hour and a half. You're like, okay, but like what? You're just constantly like, when is this going to break? Like, when is this going to break? And then when it does break, you're like, oh, fuck, I was not ready. Yeah, because I feel like that movie for me, it's like it goes like this. It's like, oh, nice, nice, 
Nice. What the fuck is happening? Yes, dude. Like there goes yes. a turn where you're like, you're well. It it all becomes. It's like a very plausible reality. Um, I'm glad we're at the end of the episode, but like it's a very plausible reality, and you're like, well, it's pretty crazy. And then it reaches a point you're like, oh, well, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. What's it going on? It just on like now? presses your buttons constantly, and constantly, constantly for like an hour and a half. Right. That's a good movie. It just bugs you. A good movie, you should get done with it being like, okay, I have to see that again. I have yeah. to. I don't. I don't get it. Or like, I could never watch that again. Film school. Tell the story in the cut. That is the only goal. Show don't tell. I'm successful. You know this. I have a cafeteria named after me. What have you done? Christopher Nolan. You got a cafeteria named after you? With a slush puppy machine? Doubt it. You're in England. Yeah, probably not. They don't have cafeterias there. They have cafes. I don't know what they have. Beats me. I don't don't ever want to see what a British cafeteria looks like. I can tell you that much. They got to have them. We're but at the end do. of the episode. But they do, but British it's going to be like, it's gonna be like Biscoff cookies and weird teas and like sausages, some kind of, mashed potatoes, some kind of like fish in a plastic. Ugh. Yeah, just shepherd pie. Yeah, well, I get down. That's not a, That's not cafeteria food, though. It's in England, poor, it is. I hope those poor children of England aren't sitting there eating shepherd's pies and they could be eating nachos <laughs> with jalapenos and no chili. No chill. Because that's fucked up, dude. The round nachos. Oh, yeah. Dude, helmet. Like the helmet nachos. Mm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. cheese and, jal- and jalapenos and nothing else. It, I feel like when those nachos are made, stale. Oh, my made God. They've stale. never been fresh a day in their life. They don't crack. They don't crumble. They just kind of tear. Yeah. They're just... Some, yeah, yeah. They're like cardboard at that point. They're so bad. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Make your own cafeteria. That's it. All right. We're done. Cool.